here's a message from Ken Lavica. The moments in this football season that we just can't believe happened. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Well, give me my dirt theme music, dude. Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name is. It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Deshaun Watson missing the rest of the season, like we learned right before the show yesterday, Theo, and talked about at length. In in the grand scheme of things, like lost in the fact it's Deshaun Watson, and I think that we look at Deshaun Watson and there's always things swirling around him, unsavory, lost in all of that, from a football standpoint, is that it probably changes the entire complexion of the AFC title race. Yeah. Right? Like, he, 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 forget the conference for a moment. What about that division? Which two weeks ago, every single team in that division was in the playoff picture. And now Deshaun Watson's out of the picture after their biggest win of the season, where he objectively played his most complete game yeah. of the season. Poetic. Right. And so now he's done. Like, Deshaun Watson. In the grand scheme of things, that changes the face of this entire AFC playoff race, which is all jumbled up right now. Well, what was it, Stone? Between three and fourteen, three and fourteen, Dolphins and Broncos, three and fourteen. They're separated by two games, right? Yeah, yes, yes, two yes, games. Yes. Like, everything's so jumbled. And fifty points. No, it, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, two games and fifty points. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the the fact that Deshaun Watson isn't a part of this—that's actually arguably since the Aaron Rodgers Achilles tear the biggest quarterback news of the entire NFL season, right? And I think it sort of gets lost in the cloud of shame that he lives under. Yeah, it is. It's the uh, it's number two behind Aaron Rodgers, probably right above Kirk Cousins, dare I say, mm-hmm. um, when it comes to at least quarterback yeah, injuries. I think that's fair. Um, I think that's fair. Because, and, and when you think about these Cleveland Browns, though, the weird thing about it is you would think this kind of clears the waters a little bit. Like, okay, the Browns lose Watson. They're out of it, right? We can eliminate them, and we can see who out of the seven through ten moves mm-hmm. up. But then you kind of look at it, you're like, I don't know. Like, this Browns team could, I mean, of course they could beat the Steelers, right? right? They still have a top defensive unit and a good running game. Like, they could muddy their way into a few more wins and still make the playoffs. Look at the two teams playing tonight, the Bengals and Ravens. Do we really trust them to run away with the division? So here's the thing. I I can see, I I don't know what the Bengals are. I know what you mean. You know how we were talking about earlier this week, the most confusing things in sports right now? The Cincinnati Bengals are very confusing. Man. Maybe the most confusing team in the NFL. Uh, And then there's the Ravens, who I don't quite fully trust. And maybe I'm living recency bias after what they gacked up at home against the Browns Sunday. But I don't know if I trust them. I agree with your point that, I mean, the Browns, uh, are they AFC title contenders without Deshaun Watson? I don't think so. Got a good defense. But I don't think so. They were a lock to make the playoffs with Watson. Now it's a question, but it's still possible. They can still win the division, right? They could still technically they they have that the AFC best North? defense in that in that division. I mean, they're competing with the Ravens with that. Um, but consistently they put out the best performances throughout the year. And they still have a frisky enough offense. They got Amari Cooper, a number one receiver. Jerome Ford isn't a 
top name, but he performs and his, his performance is like a top back. They've beaten the Niners without Deshaun Watson. It's I was going to talk about the Niners game. Yeah. And, and that game, and again, that game where they were carried by their defense and the offense did just enough to get over the top. Yeah. It can uh, happen. I, I it's weird. In in the grand scheme of things, though, when you're talking about title contender, has Deshaun Watson been good? No. Was he banged up? Absolutely. Now he's done for the year. But he brings you that little extra element of, all right, we've got a dude who knows how to win in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Once you get to the postseason, um, it does change the complexity of the AFC championship race. Now, not the AFC North. It does, but to a lesser extent. But the AFC playoff picture, it definitely changes that landscape. But Deshaun Watson yesterday meeting with the media in Cleveland after he first announced, not the team, he first announced that with his shoulder injury, he's done for the year. This is the initial emotional reaction of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'm I'm still in disbelief. I'm still... I said, just trying to process all the information that I've I've been getting since last night. Um, it, it's tough, you know. I've you know felt like we were turning a corner to really make a run, and uh, you know I we, I still believe we still will. You know, with the guys in this locker room, you know, I just wanted to be physically a part of it, um, on the field with those guys, and you know, six weeks I was down and try to come back, and and then two weeks later I'm you know back at it again. So, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to try to, you know, wrap everything around my head right now. Stone, can we hear this the, the first the first couple of seconds of that real quick? It, what 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 Deshaun Watson said, and keep in mind this is a guy who only played what four games last year, five games last year after his 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 uh, eleven weeks. game suspension. Yeah. Uh, so so. There's that after the 30 or so allegations of sexual assault levied against him. He gets traded from the Texans to the Browns. Not exactly welcomed with open arms, but he gets the biggest contract, guaranteed money in NFL history. Open pocketbook for sure. Um, uh, And so uh, then this year, not playing well, gets injured, misses games. Mystery, why is he missing games? Comes back, picks up the biggest win of the season for the Browns, and then promptly is done for the year with that shoulder injury. And and I, I get it. While I celebrate uh, football karma coming back to this guy, uh, bad football karma, I understand this initial reaction from Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'm, I'm still in disbelief. Disbelief. I get it. Like, that is one hell of a roller coaster of the last two years. Self-inflicted, of course, yeah. from Deshaun Watson. Um, it didn't have to be that way. Didn't have to be that way, but it is still a hell of a roller coaster for a guy who is trying to put all the nasty things he allegedly did behind him and continue with his career, and he's never going to shed that. There's always going to be a shadow hanging over him, but he finally hit uh, a, a large climb in the football mountain more yeah. than he has had since Houston, and now... Pfft, does nothing for the rest of the year and questions will linger and people are saying that it's the worst trade in NFL history. Mm-hmm. You're paying him so much money, can't even play, and he's a pain in the ass from a PR standpoint. I get the disbelief approach from him. I get how he's feeling and why he's feeling it. The Browns story arc this year has so many um, literary elements. It feels like, I mean, if we, if we do believe in what Arian Foster and so many uh, pontificators on Twitter say that there's NFL script writers, like, they're doing their damn thing with the Cleveland Browns right now who sit with six wins with a chance to win their division. But 
they lose their quarterback, who's not known for for injury risk. Like no. right, like we don't think of Deshaun Watson. Pretty damn reliable with the Texans. Really great improviser. Really good at avoiding contact, avoiding hits. He plays a little uh, out of the box, but he's not like a Josh Allen. He's not a even a Lamar Jackson who's ended the season on injury multiple times. And then let's not forget what happened to him on Monday Night Football Week Three. I think where Nick Chubb, the most reliable unstoppable brick wall running backs in the NFL. Count on him to start 17 games and, and rush for 100 yards every single Sunday. He loses uh, his season to that in- incredible knee injury. Now you're without your starting quarterback and running back who you pay so much money to, and, and that's the center of your offense, but you're still in the race. It's yeah. a really weird situation with the Browns, and disbelief, that's the perfect word to sum it up. I, I, I want to focus on that word because NFL or college, this football season – there have been a lot of moments of disbelief. Hey, how the hell did that just happen? What the hell just happened? How is that even possible? We're not even to Thanksgiving, and there's been an inordinate amount of disbelief in the sport at the NFL and the college level. I mean, hell, James Madison, we've talked about them, college, undefeated. But they are currently not eligible to play in a bowl game they can they they can't even win their conference championship again again after they were supposed to go last year because they're transitioning the 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 ancient NCAA rule of transitioning from FCS to FBS um it's a two year transition so in that time no matter how good you are you're not allowed to actually compete for a championship it doesn't make any sense especially in this day and age of football it's an ancient rule um and they just had their appeal tonight uh, disbelief. I, I mean, it, it's just it, it's just muting the best story in college football yeah. this year. But my disbelief in football this fall remains in a place we've spent a lot of time talking about, and that's the Jets facility. Mm. First, there was the disbelief of all the hype into the sudden end of Aaron Rodgers' season. And you see, Stone, after all this talk about, hey, Trying to get back, trying to get back, trying to get back. And now the media tried to pick it up, push the narrative. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Look at his recovery. Look, drop back pass uh, before the game uh, in street clothes. My God. And now he's starting to push back on McAfee when he appears every single week because uh, there was the report he's aiming for mid-December. Aaron Rodgers was very noncommittal to that this week. It's almost as if an Achilles injury, no matter how revolutionary the, uh, the procedure is to fix it, still a little bit longer than you'd like. And there's a chance that Aaron Rodgers just decides to pack it in for the rest of the year, depending on the situation the Jets are in. Because at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers, he says weird things. He's no dummy. Last thing he wants to do is suffer a setback. And then next year is in question for the guy. Yeah, everything was just getting bounced off the wall until we heard it from the horse's mouth yesterday on his segment with Pat McAfee. And he said, we have to be in the mix. Like, we, we can't just sit here and have this conversation. Right. The Jets it's, aren't in the mix. I'm not answering. Why would he play the final two weeks of the season coming off of an Achilles tear? I got five wins. Nothing. It's, exactly. There's no reason to do it. I like the hitch. He's not going to be ready. What are we? Do- I don't even understand why this was even a possibility it, that y'all were fl- people were floating and taken seriously. Well, maybe you just don't understand Western medicine. Uh huh. He's not using Western medicine. He's using. Well, he no. Yeah, well, the, he doesn't the, like Western. The procedure medicine. was Western medicine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he's putting in his body after. Oh, the fact. okay. But yeah, it's yeah. because he did a good job of creating the myth of oh, Aaron Rodgers. He's going to use all of these natural elements of the earth. It will be amazing. Gonna, uh, it will be amazing. It'll be a- Great story, but, but it, like, let's get real. It's almost some of it's almost like some of the things he says is complete nonsense. One hundred percent. And also, hey, if you popped your healthy Achilles, 
at 39 years old behind that terrible offensive line. Why would you go and put a recently repaired Achilles <laughs> yeah, yeah. fresh off 15, 16 weeks right, right behind that same offensive line? Right. I had this conversation with somebody uh, a few nights ago, talked about when Peyton Manning was at the end of his career, anytime he would get close to taking a sack, right, he would just drop. He just dropped. Whether it was a 12-yard yeah, loss, yeah. a 15-yard loss, 18, it didn't matter. Once he, he had those vertebrae drop. fused together, uh, you don't want to take any Can't unnecessary contact. So the question then turns to, do you want – a Zach Wilson who's able to evade stuff, right, extend plays, or Aaron no. Rodgers who, if he's not getting the ball out in rhythm, he's taking a sack. So you have to weigh your options. I, I still think, though, if Aaron Rodgers is able to take the field, he's taking the field. Well, he Killed loves, it, man. Well, he, but he, he does Killed. love the flair for the dramatic. If the Jets, if he, if he can play in an NFL game with three weeks left to go in yeah. the season, right, and the Jets are a game out of the playoff picture or at the low end of the playoff picture – I, I, I expect he'll try to play. Yeah, like, do I it. do. I do. For him, what does he have to lose right. at this point? He doesn't have to lose anything. The Jets, they have a lot to what lose. What does he have to lose? Aaron, Rodger, Aaron Rodgers is a has made man. Has the most to lose. He now, has the most to lose in this. I don't think so. He's a Hall of Famer already. He's already we, lived with the only one one no, title thing. I, y'all are overlooking no. his so what specifically, pride and his ego as an athlete. Do you think he wants his last moment on the field to be him popping his Achilles no, again? I, I think he wants to be put in the situation where he can be this this uh, hero galloping in on the white stallion uh, and, and make this improbable run for the Jets, possibly winning a playoff yes. game. And then Aaron Rodgers defying the odds. Like, that's what he wants, Stone. Yes. He'd rather do that than then sit and be on the periphery. Undoubtedly, and I think there's an easy backdoor escape if all goes wrong, and it's my body can't hold up. And I think he's yeah. okay living with that because he's 40 years I old. I gave it a shot. I, I, had, 40, I, the, I gave it a shot. I did the best I could. Y'all are, I think y'all are severely underestimating. Yes, he wants that ride off on a golden horse. I did it. I came back and I proved all you wrong moment. He also, think about how proud of an athlete, how proud of a person Aaron Rodgers is. He doesn't want to go out there and his body fail him after he talked all this stuff up about his rehab. and It would be him almost admitting he was wrong in everything he was saying. And the end of his career, the moments we're going to remember are him blowing his leg out multiple times in a season where they don't even make the playoffs after all the hype, after hard knocks, after everything. He doesn't want that. I would rather, I would rather be Aaron Rodgers where I come back and I uh, am looked at as the potential savior of the Jets season. So much promise. He left. Things fell apart. He comes back, and he's dragging them to potential greatness. Again, in in the highest, uh, best-case situation with them. Yeah, gritting it out. And then you blow out your Achilles again, and, hey, I gave it a shot. I was trying to do the right thing for my team as opposed to the person he's always compared to. Brett Favre, who stayed a season too long, and things were awful. And he was terrible, and he left the league as a laughingstock. Aaron Rodgers leaves as someone who tried to will himself to be the hero, while Brett Favre was too long in the tooth. That's why Aaron Rodgers has nothing to lose, in my opinion. I absolutely love it, Ken. And, And I think Aaron Rodgers will take how this year's gone. All the stories that have come from it, the hard knocks, the expectations for the city of New York, and then it to go crashing down. I think he'll take that over having to hit the reset button, go through another offseason, create some more hype for the Jets and more expectations. That's more exhausting, I think, mentally than 
having one bullet in the chamber and trying to get but, it done. I don't know. I, I think Aaron Rodgers mentally at this yeah. point would try to pull off the inevitable, to. the yeah. fun stuff more so than trying to really do this. The improbable. Yeah. The improbable. Now, that would leave me in disbelief if Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is able to come back and win a playoff game. That would be the, the greatest Jets, story right? ever. But last, until last that game point. Last game of the season is un- at the Dolphins, right? Until that point, I am still in disbelief at how unserious the New York Jets are as a franchise. Because as soon as Aaron Rodgers went down, they did absolutely nothing to put themselves in a position to succeed on the offensive side of the ball. Sleepy Joe. Not a single thing. <laughs> Let's go, right? They do. They do. That's you can a know how people great say sleepy one. Pat, I like it. Sleepy I like Joe. Sleepy Joe. The president no thing doubt. That people do. Yeah. Um, Joe Douglas, GM of the Jets, for those that don't know. He went Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Sleepy Joe sleepy mode. Sleepy Joe. He's Sleepy Joe at the phone line. And... Even at the trade deadline, you could have gone and gotten Josh Dobbs. <laughs> nothing. You could have gone and gotten, well, anybody. Jameis Winston. And nothing. Jameis Winston. A lot of guys. A lot of uh, capable guys. A whole cast of characters you could have brought in to, to help keep the ship afloat um, uh, and, and not even develop the hole mm. that has it slowly sinking into uh, New York Harbor, right? Yeah. Um, so now you're in a spot where. There is a situation where Aaron Rodgers doesn't even come back this year because it won't matter when it didn't have to be that way. The, the Jets, with anybody remotely competent, are in a position where they are well within the AFC playoff picture here going into and past mid-November. Instead, you have Robert Sala this week. Yeah, not making a change at quarterback. I think Zach's playing pretty well. I think Zach Wilson's playing pretty well, guys. I think he's playing pretty well. Uh, like, he thinks we're dumb. He thinks we're dumb. And it is clear to me that it's not just a solid thing. It's got to be a front office thing. Woody. It's got to be a Woody thing. Yeah. This is not normal behavior. This is unserious franchise behavior from the New York Jets. I'm trying to figure out if I'm more in disbelief over the sudden end of Aaron Rodgers' season, potentially, or the fact that the Jets... With all of that promise on the defensive side of the ball, with all of that promise in the receiving core, they just decided, eh, this is good enough. Like that, that I thought they were better than that after being aggressive in the offseason, being aggressive in the draft the last two years. Yeah. That's unserious stuff. I'm still in disbelief about that. I want to push back on this so hard. And I, people are going to start making me hate Josh Jobs. And the Josh Jobs story is so fun. We all love it. We can all get behind it. But Josh Jobs has ruined it for everybody. We throw out this phrase willy-nilly, you could have gone out and grabbed a Dobbs. When has that ever worked out for anybody? And, and, and did Minnesota think it was even going to work for them? No. Did Arizona really think it was going to work for them? No. I bet the there, Cleveland they, Browns would love to have Josh Dobbs right now. There are no... They had him. There are no Josh Dobbs in, in the NFL. I more so want you to go back in time and tell me when a team has gone out and grabbed Schmo off the street, brought him in, and then have found success immediately well, with him. him. Like Zach Wilson has been in the system... You have a guy like Aaron Rodgers who they both joint know the playbook pretty well, right? You can teach him through these things. You don't have to reset. How's that being in the system going for Zach uh, Wilson? It, it's not gone well, but you don't want to have to hit the reset button in the middle of a season at some point when you had hope for this kid, when you can get this kid mentally together and put him out on the football field and, and put some faith behind. Josh Dobbs is ruined for everybody. There are no Josh Dobbs out there. Josh There's- Dobbs is a one-off. There are no... Josh Dobbs. So how come, how come the Colts are serviceable with Gardner Minshew? Gardner then? Minshew was a starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jack. Like how a come there was never? Starter? How come there wasn't any significant contact with the Matt Ryan? 
How come that's a deal for RG3's Ryan Tannehill? Are, <laughs> I mean, once it once it looked like they were going to make a change in Tennessee before the trade deadline, why wasn't there inquiry about Ryan Tannehill? So you you want to bring in a guy like Matt Ryan? That's one to me more unserious Stone. than anything. And you have to Stone. teach Matt all of these. No, how is an unprepared Matt yeah. Ryan any worse than Zach Wilson, who's been in the system? He is the system, and the system sucks. Like James Harden, he is the system, and the system is a dumb. Dumpster fire. It might it's be worse. Trash. It might be worse to bring it in a match. I don't, it, I don't think, but we have proof that it. You have no proof that we it do. could be any better or worse. We do. It's all mythical, and we use Josh Dobbs as a standard. The guy who is he's absolutely doing the improbable right now. Kevin O'Connell's mic'd up saying, "I have no idea what to say. I'm speechless. Yes. What the hell was that? Yes, that's what you want to bring in Matt Ryan to be speechless because you know he brought else? you to victory. You know who else is speechless? People don't have to watch the Jets game. I understand. Zach Wilson, who's right. been in the system for what? Is this the third year now? Yeah. This is year three? What are we doing? Oh, no, it's year two. It's year two. It's year two. But that, no, it's it is year three. three. Right. It is year three. It was yeah, like it's year right. one, damn it. I know. But I know. you got to think about it from like a, a player's perspective. If you're Garrett Wilson, in, in comes the 40-year-old Matt Ryan. Yeah. And he's like, what's up, man? What's your name? I'm Garrett. Nice to meet you, man. So here's how we do what things. You don't want to go then? through that process. What about Jameis Winston? Do you want the headache? You are taking an what absolute headache? roulette spin on Jameis Winston being successful it, for your friend. It, it, you're literally spin spinning the roulette. It, it might be a, a roulette spin on a cruise ship, but Zach Wilson is... A, an anchor that is busted through the deck of the ship, and it is now sinking, and people are perishing. They're floating. Hey, they're, they're not perishing. They're, they're floating right no, now. They're like, slowly drowning. Their lungs are filling with liquid. Yes. They are losing oxygen. They are losing consciousness, and they are going to die on the sea floor in the Caribbean. That is what's happening with Zach Wilson. He is an anchor that has gone through the deck. At the very least, Jameis Winston on that cruise ship, you're spinning the roulette wheel, and uh, maybe you lose some money, uh, and you have to take some money off your drink card. Yeah. But at least you're still alive, and you're still floating, and you're still functioning. Jameis Winston is ten times the option. And even without knowing the system. Oh, that great Nathaniel Hackett oh, system. Yeah. Boy, that, has that they, gotten some unbelievable results with anybody not named Aaron Rodgers. You're right, Stone. Listen, they're a game back of the Buffalo Bills and hold the head-to-head. Like, it, it, this is not panic time for the Jets. It's like, it unsustainable it, it approach. Time. It is panic the time. The Buffalo Bills are unsustainable, right? They're firing people no. here. They're chunking people well, the, off the, here. They're a game the back Buffalo and hold the Bills head-to-head. Bills are in panic mode, too, but the Buffalo Bills at least when they're right, are a balanced team. The New York Jets with that oh, defense and that's all bad. they have, that's not sustainable through a 17-game season. There's no Dude, proof so. that Jameis Winston's going to be successful if you bring him in. There's no proof there's, to it. Yeah, but They can't even start over. So, you brought in Derek right. Carr because you didn't like Jameis Winston. Why does this organization want him? There have been other times when teams have traded for quarterbacks in a pinch, and it's worked out. There was the Sam Bradford. Remember when uh, Terry uh, – what was it? Not Terry Bradshaw. Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Torres Achilles and Vikings. Terry camp. Bradshaw might be a better option. <laughs> but no, for real. You're there, not there, wrong, Theo. There's examples of quarterbacks coming in late and having success. And there's also. You're not going to throw that phrase out there w- w- without giving me Josh Dobbs like success with teams. You can't just throw okay, that out. Okay, Sam Bradford like success. Because Baker Mayfield coming in on a Thursday night to play for the Los Angeles but Rams last year. How'd that go? It Stone, worked out. For, for one night, it worked out. That's All great. Right. What happens when he needed to get situated? Figure things out and help that team win but games. He couldn't do that. Stone, what you're doing here is wildly unfair. Anybody we throw out there, you're going to say, how do you know? Yeah. How do you know? Exactly. How do you know? Exactly. Yeah, how do you know? But, but that's you know completely do unfair. Do you know what we do know? Zach Wilson is the worst quarterback in the NFL right now, And Stone. it's not even close. Tommy so, DeVito is. Well, he's not a serious quarterback. Right, right, that's right, a, that's right. a joke. 
what's going on in New York at the other. But Man, your what? football team's not the worst in the NFL right now. Bottom line, yes. it's not the worst. Yes, but you should be doing everything you can to give this team the best right. chance to win, You're but they're wasting. actively working against them. It's so. a damn near miracle the Jets season isn't dead crazy. yet. And it's a complete disservice to the defensive side of the ball that you did absolutely nothing, not a damn thing to rectify a situation you knew was flawed. Forget flawed, you knew it was damaged beyond oh. repair. You can't fix that, and instead, you've got Robert Sala flat out lying right now. I don't think uh, he is. Did you hear Garrett Wilson. playing really well? Then if Robert Sala, if that is the standard he thinks he's is really lying. well, if he thinks that's, hey, he's playing pretty well. If Hold he thinks on. that's pretty well, then Robert Sala should be out the damn door. I'm willing to put my life on the line. This that, is that, embarrassing. That Robert Sala, Woody Johnson, Joe Douglas, that they truly believe that Zach Wilson gives them the best chance to win. They believe that. Hold on, hold on. They all believe that. What the hell are you talking about? They believe that. They believe that. So do you believe that, Stone? I, I do. Oh. I do. God, I'm so what sick and tired. Right now? This phrase that go find a Josh Dobbs that gets thrown out, I hear it 400 times a day. What even? Do, what What does that mean? Go find a Josh Dobbs. You can't go find a Josh Dobbs. I just named Dobbs. like four or five guys. You named one in 2016 with I Sam just, Bradford. I'm talking about in, in today's day. You're bringing in okay, a guy who needs Dobbs? to win games. You don't know if Josh Dobbs is going to be successful in New York. I know. Because if you're willing to trade him for a six-rounder, you didn't have any hope in him. So I can't talk about 2016. I can't talk about what year. Can you pick a year for me that I can talk about? My point is that there are no years you can think of maybe on one hand how many times the team has gone out with a playoff contending yes. defense gone out, brought so in him specific. off the street and off the couch, and you go win ball game. It's like a, it's like this this myth Andy we're Dalton? talking about. Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton, uh, Andy Dalton for sure off the scrap heap. Taylor the, Heineke. The absence of evidence is not the evidence I mean, come of on, absence. Dude. Taylor just Heineke just got himself benched. The, huh? Taylor Heineke just got himself bummed out of the lineup. Income Desmond Ritter again. Like it's not this like easy like one off thing. You're gonna. It's not easy. It's better than Zach Wilson. That's the point. Zach it's like Wilson talking is, to a wall right so, now. So you think it could be worse? Do you really think that I do. Jameis Winston would be worse? I do. I think it could be worse. Yes, oh I do. Did you hear God. Garrett Wilson when he when he talked about he can't even look his defending players in the eye coming off the field? You think that Garrett Wilson, number one receiver in the league, uh, a wide receiver one, a true X, who says after offensive possessions, three and out after three and out after three and out, he can't even look his defensive brethren in the eye because of how bad they're playing. But you think he would rather have Zach Wilson over any of these guys? There are plenty of other teams in the league offensively that receivers would say the same damn thing. Go to Las Vegas. You could go ping pong around the league it's where different. it's tough. What, what would we go through last year with Denver when they couldn't even look their own quarterback in the eye? Like, I, it was the quarterback's fault. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, of course. I don't understand. It was also gonna, Nate Hackett's fault. Same guy we're talking about. I don't and then Hanger lost his job. So if you're saying Robert Sala should lose his job then for sticking with this direct, then fine. You're right. I don't know, man. You're right. I don't know how you defend Zach Wilson I, the Jets right now. I, I, I'm not defending Zach Wilson more so than but I'm you defending him. just did for the last 10 minutes. I, but I'm more so defending in that you can't bring in some random backup for another organization and plug him in and play. That is now forcing me to defend Zach Wilson. But we're acting as like it's so easy to bring these guys in Teach him the plays and do these hey, things. Josh Dobbs would have been easy to bring in. in a lifetime. Yeah. Carson Wentz. 
That would have been pretty easy because he wasn't doing a damn thing. And he'd be a better option, as flawed as he is and as annoying as he is, than Zach Wilson. If you bring in Carson Wentz and he throws two turnovers and you lose bad, uh, then Garrett Wilson is requesting for a trade in two weeks. Do you want that? Do you want want this whole thing to blow up in your face? I'm sure Garrett Wilson's super happy right now. There's no no trade request coming right now. I'm sure Garrett Wilson's super pumped. Hey, who's this Dolphins backup quarterback? Uh, Mike White, uh, who, 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 what team did he used to play for? I don't Theo? know, because uh, I'm sure was that um, was that Gang Green um, just last year? And guess what? Oh yeah, you're right. It was the Jets, Theo. You're right. Damn. You're right. Oh yeah, and he yeah. was better than uh-huh. he was better yeah. than Zach Wilson yeah. last year. But for some yeah. reason, he's the one uh-huh. that I'm bringing in Mike White right now for for New York. I love it. Why? Yeah. Because he knows. Uh, Buck's name oh, in that locker, he and he knows Garrett's name in that locker, oh. and he's walking into a facility that he's been in before. Like I, I'll bring him back White. I, I love Mike White. I'd rather a guy not know Nate Hackett's system. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, 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 I was say, say, go out there yeah, really. I, I don't want someone sullied by Nathaniel yeah. Hackett. You're exactly right. Uh, by the way, uh, Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Anybody? Drew Locke. Drew anybody? Locke. Drew he, Locke can rap, anybody? he can wrap dreams and nightmares. Every single person <laughs> they always throw out there is better than Zach Wilson, but Stone? Yeah, they might be better. That's, that's not what I'm arguing. I, they're all better than Zach Wilson, but they're not go- you don't know if, if they're going to be better for the New York Jets. That's all I'm saying. If you I don't know. I don't player, know if a cheeseburger that I put uh, the, the highest <laughs> Scoville scale peppers on, I don't know if it's going to give me explosive burning diarrhea that's going to corrode my anus, but you know what? <laughs> I, it's going to. That's the reality. <laughs> Eventually, it's going. I don't know that because yeah. I haven't experienced it. But guess what? It is Context going clues, to. Man. It is going to give me the worst diarrhea possible. I, Stone, so I like, stop. I like the analogy because Jameis Winston and Drew Locke, they are the peppers that you're putting on the. Tea. You don't know. So what? But as is soon that as you, question? as soon as you ingest. That burger with the peppers on it that are called Jameis Winston burger or the Drew Locke burger, it could turn into flaming diarrhea. And look what look what mess you've made in your bathroom. Who you got to call now? They're the peppers. The guys are bringing in the peppers that are exploding your anus. Yeah, the problem is what I the, the problem is though the end product the end product of that pepper cheeseburger experience. That's the current Jets quarterback yes. situation. They're having explosive diarrhea right okay. now. Go get Ryan Tannehill. There you go. Go Mike, get Ryan Tannehill. According no. to ESPN, uh, but but no no. But let's play Stone here, Theo. Let's here, Theo. Ask me. Uh, ask me. Should the Jets go get Ryan Tannehill? Yeah, should, the no. Jets, should the Jets go get Ryan Tannehill? Ken? You don't know if he's better than Zach Wilson. I love you it. You don't know that. I love you it. You don't know that. Don't bring you in. You don't know that. Don't bring in what? the guy who just got benched for the twenty-two-year-old Will Levis. Don't bring in that guy. I don't want him. If he can't succeed, oh for, my god! I don't want him. What? So what? So what? What? It's it's uh, it's a blanketed Ooh. proposition. I'm more so defending. You guys want to make these decisions that NFL owners and coaches aren't making. So how is your point backed they by anybody? Making. But the Vikings just did it. Y- your yeah. point has not been backed up by anybody. You are sitting here telling an organization what to do, and they yes. haven't done it. So who's wrong? You guys are. It's oh, not a losing proposition. Oh. The Jets are right. My bad. Because no, the Jets right. have been getting everything no, right, right every right. single year, year in and year yeah. out. Let Sticking with the, Zach Wilson, that was how right. Many, how many times have they won the AFC yeah. East in the past decade mm-hmm. since they're so but, smart? But you guys oh, are acting as if what you guys are saying should be done, and it hasn't yes. been done. So how is it backed up by anybody? I miss We're you. not the only ones. I, I, I mean, Stone. Talking heads? Stone, we've actually Sometimes. never visited a black hole in space, but you know what? We know it exists, okay? We know it exists. We've never visited one. We've never sent a spacecraft through it, but we know it exists. Like, for, can we please talk to Stone and not to, talk to a Stone? Because I'm, what we're doing here, you're not receiving anything. You're just going full. Uh, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. I'm not defending Zach Wilson. I'm not defending 
defending the Jets. I'm defending the proposition that bringing in a random backup from anywhere across the country is better than Zach in the Jets as it stands right now. I'm not defending him as a player, him as a quarterback, none of that. But to willy-nilly throw around that we can bring in backups, that's why I'm getting so upset. And this is it's been sitting on me because I couldn't wait for you to say, go grab a Josh Dobbs. Go grab a once-in-a-decade backup quarterback to come and play for. Why wouldn't he was you? Uh, he was available, like and he cost a sixth-round pick. pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go get any backup to replace what is the equivalent of a third-string quarterback? It's starting right it's, now. You have the worst offense. You have like, and then not necessarily the worst offense because you got Brees Hall, you got Garrett Hills, Wilson, mm-hmm. you right. got the weapons, but you have the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now. Out of serious teams. And I mean, the Giants, of course, Tyson Bajit, you can argue. You guys would take arguing, Kenny Pickett right now and plug him in in the Jets if you had the yes. chance. You would, both yeah. you guys? Yes. yes. I would. would you? No, I wouldn't. Why what, not? Well, I mean, really, what's the, what, 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 the, the difference is marginal. Kenny Pickett and Zach Wilson. He's a starting quarterback for the 6-3 and three Steelers. This guy's a starting quarterback for the 4-4 four and four Jets. And the like, problem resides on the sideline with the coach then. Then the problem resides on the sideline with the coach because one coach has figured it out in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Same situation. They haven't figured it out with the Jets. And and, and see what you did now, Stone, because we need to take a break, is, is you have kept Theo <laughs> in our opening segment from giving what his disbelief yeah. is I'm in disbelief during this about football that. season. I'm in disbelief about the conversation we just yeah. had. I'm with you, Theo. I'm with you 100%. Which moment in this college or NFL season has left you most in disbelief? Which moment in this college or NFL season has left you most in disbelief? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. I'm in disbelief the Jets did nothing. Stayed put with Zach Wilson. However, new leader in the clubhouse. Uh, football moment, most disbelief. The last 12 minutes or 13 yeah. minutes of this show. Yeah. Which moment in this college or NFL season has left you most in disbelief? 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's Theo Dorsey. I promise him and you, he gets to reveal his disbelief moment in the next segment because I stand by Theo. Stone Lebanowitz, we'll see. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. I'm just going to put this out in the ether, on the public record. Jameis Winston would be 10 times the option Zach Wilson is as the Jets quarterback. 10 times. Mm. There's a reason the Saints keep re-signing the guy. Because, yeah, is he a loose cannon? Absolutely. But can he get you into a shootout? Can he, he He's shown ability to win games in the NFL consistently. The answer to that is yes. Yeah. Would he be significantly better than Zach Wilson? Uh-huh. Baker Mayfield, who was available this offseason, which I get why you didn't get him this offseason. But even just since the injury, these are all things the Jets could have done. There's a lot of they options. do out. it. There's a lot of guys. I would love if the Jets brought in Jameis. But you would love that in a bat. Jameis started, you know, a million games for the Bucks. Like bring in a starting quarterback all day, every day. I'll take that. Yeah. Okay. So Straight we're up. on the same page. Totally. Bring in Jameis all day long. So he would be better than Zach Wilson. Undoubtedly. He's so, been a starting quarterback in the league for years. He was a face of the Bucks franchise for some time. Like, yeah, the guy okay, so, he's got it. So Kirk Cousins was a good idea too, then. What? As far as if what? They would have went and traded for him before he popped his Achilles as well. 
Kirk Cousins was a good idea. Yeah, bring in a, another starting quarterback. That's a better idea, too. Starting quarterback. So they got to be starters. So Josh Dobbs has been a starting quarterback in this league as well. And it's fared decently. If you want to compare like the, better season. Than, he's if, been better than Zach Wilson the past two years when he's come in as a starter. If you want to compare starting quarterbacks with Jameis Winston and Kirk Cousins then throw Josh Dobbs in there, uh, you're talking about four games sample size versus uh, or maybe an eight game sample size of well, Dobbs and opposed to a 30 game sample size of those two guys. Can we compare it to Zach Wilson's sample size? Because, <laughs> I mean, Josh Dobbs' total career starts up against Zach Wilson's best career starts. Even if you cherry pick the best performances from Zach Wilson, I still think I take Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is ruining it for everybody because you can use an argument like that and his the things look good, the stats look good. Just let so him how live. About He's this? crazy. The dude's insane. You name a negative example then because every example I get apparently it's like that doesn't count. Sam Bradford don't count. Jimmy G don't count. Josh Dobbs don't count. Kirk Cousins won't count. James Winston don't matter. Who who was who's negative? Who wouldn't work out? Is Stone upset that the great teacher Aaron Rodgers has not appeared to make any difference <laughs> yeah, for Zach Wilson? He's not a good mentor. Honestly, I'm perplexed by that, and I'm sure I'm glad you brought that up because I'm sure Sala and the rest of the staff thought that was actually going to be the case. They're like, "Hold on, hold on, we got we got a Rod here." Aaron sat in this meeting room the entire offseason. Like, we got a guy who can tell Zach exactly what Hackett wants, what we're trying to do. What we're trying to do on third downs, how we're trying to get guys the ball, ball placement. Like, we got our guy to teach him. So that's where the stock went instead of looking elsewhere and shopping. It's a good point. That makes sense. Remember in the Hall of Fame game that the Jets played in when Zach Wilson threw a sidearm pass like Aaron Rodgers yeah. on a rollout? And everybody said, oh my God, he got that from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. My God, it's rubbing off on him. Oh, the savior of Zach Wilson. Uh, can I do a read real quick? Please. Okay. Uh, we do need to get paid. <laughs> Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist South Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. To learn more today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Which moment in this college or NFL season has left you most in disbelief? Which moment in this football fall has left you in most disbelief? Mine is the Jets staying put, riding with Zach Wilson. Uh, and and uh, I think that there's a number of directions we can go with this. Deshaun Watson, he was left in disbelief over his Ooh. shoulder injuries done for the year. The Browns AFC championship uh, projection is taking a big hit. 888-760-3776. Uh, Stone, where are, we, uh, where are we going here? Patrick in West Palm Beach. Patrick in West Palm on Levicka, Theo, and Stone. Hello, Patrick. Hello, guys. How you doing? Good. I am most confused about why Michigan is still bowl eligible and keeps getting slaps on the wrist. When is there going to be a punishment that's adequate? Well, I think that would come next year. Here's what I'm in disbelief about, though, is that the Big Ten hasn't released any evidence or report as to why they levied a three-game punishment against Jim Harbaugh. That's actually more for me and then them punishing Jim Harbaugh while he's in the air 
uh, going to to College Station like the feckless, gutless conference that they are. I don't. That's I, I. I'm not disagreeing that there probably should be something more severe next season if the Big Ten can indeed produce the evidence. But this punishment seems like it came down because all the other schools were pressuring uh, the Big Ten and Tony Petiti. Uh, I, I don't. I I, I kind of look at it a different way, Pat. How are you seeing it? I think that right now, I, I mean, I laid it out. I think right now, uh, I, I don't agree with you. I think that they should play this season, and then next year, if a punishment comes, so be it. But I don't know why they wouldn't wouldn't be bowl eligible. I need to see some sort of determining factor as to why they punished Harbaugh the way they did. That's how these conferences should should conduct themselves. Right. Do they have any time frame on when they're going to release any of that information? No, I, I thought that there would be a thorough investigation, and it seems like Michigan State was crying, and Illinois was crying, and Iowa was crying, and Ohio State was crying. So they just said, "Here's a three-game punishment." Like that's <laughs> right that's on. the that's the way it comes off. And appreciate the call, Patrick. I I I, I thoroughly disagree yeah. with. I mean, Michigan should be able to compete for the college football playoff and 100%. be in it. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I also love the the argument of where's the uh, evidence from the NCAA. Where's like, anything? Where's it's been a couple? It's been a week. Yeah, uh, it, let's. If you're going to punish Jim Harbaugh, suspend him three games. How about wh- how you came to that conclusion? Nothing. There's been nothing. Absolutely nothing. And Michigan says, yeah, nobody's talked to us. That's cool. uh, again, it just seems like the other schools uh, have filled up their diapers and went to Tony Batiti and said, Michigan bad, and they said. I got you guys. Yeah. Here you go. I like, do, that's how I it think all it's took well played on all ends, though, honestly. I, I, do su- I do suppose that day is tomorrow, though, Ro. Right. The hearing. I'm sure evidence will be presented. Yeah. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow's the day. Hey, since it is a Friday, and they did it last Friday, uh, they handed down the Jim Harbaugh punishment uh, last Friday at like 4.30 in the evening. True Friday news dump. Yeah. Maybe the Big Ten will extend it another three games. That's when they're levying punishments now. Uh, maybe they can wait till Harbaugh is in like a team meeting tomorrow, uh, or do it while he's in court, where he's not paying attention yeah. and and levy another punishment against him. And you know what Michigan should do? They should do a new interim football coach every Saturday to see which one is the best at fighting back the tears. Right? Like I don't know if if we can get a repeat performance from the same guy every single Saturday. It would get corny then. Yeah. Get a new guy every Saturday, some fresh tears, more moments. Can we can we can we get Sharon Moore real quick, the offensive coordinator yeah. turned interim head coach? What if let me paint this picture. What if tomorrow in court, dramatic scene. Mm. Okay. Uh, I imagine this is in or around Ann Arbor and Jim Harbaugh walks in and he starts to plead his case about why he should be able to coach Saturday. Who does Michigan even play Saturday? I don't even know. Ooh, no, I, I have no idea. I'm not locked in. Because um, I know Ohio State is is next week. Um, I don't know who they're Maryland. Playing. Maryland. Maryland. Uh, they, 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 need, they need their head coach on the sideline mm. against the Terrapins on Saturday. Jim Harbaugh, he stands up and he pleads his case to the judge. But then, ace in the hole to show how beloved Jim Harbaugh is, providing the most dramatic courtroom scene imaginable, Sharon Moore comes walking in. And he, in defense of the man he loves, Jim Harbaugh, he says the following. He says the following in court to the judge to get Jim Harbaugh back on the sideline. To win on the road in this environment when there were doubts. Sharon, what does it mean to you? Well, I thank the Lord 
Oh, thank Coach Harbaugh. Love you, man. Love the shit out of you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president, our AD. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here. These guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you. Theo Stone, I love the Shaba out of you guys. Marketing Director Courtney, General Manager Stephanie Prince, the best. I, I, I believe I love you. And then uh, Jim Harbaugh, he coaches Saturday against Maryland. Mm. It'll be a movie someday. Yeah. 30 for 30. Sharon Stand. Uh, all right. I promised Theo we'd get to his uh, yeah. disbelief moment of this football season. And I'm sorry it got to this point, and I fully blame Stone. Um, which moment in this, this football season has left you most in uh, disbelief, Theo? I'll stick with college football. Big shocker there. Um, not a shocker where I'm going to go because I'm heading uh, just south of here to Coral Gables. I still can't wrap my head around Negate or whatever we call it. Mm. What are we calling what happened in Miami, Georgia Tech? Negazi. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many things that happened within the confines of that game that are perplexing um, that leave me in disbelief. So how about we just lay them all out? Number one, uh, at this point in the season, Miami – was not only a an ACC contender at this point. I mean, still uh, undefeated, right? Entering that game with a chance to, you know, we're thinking at that point you're going to roll them all off till you get to Clemson. You'll, you know, big fight with North Carolina coming, but you roll them off till you get to Clemson. We're talking college football playoff. When I look up at my TV screen from the bar I'm sitting at, and I see Miami in a close battle with Georgia Tech, I'm in I'm in utter disbelief. But then I see the Canes march on back and take a late lead, and I said, you know what? Sometimes this happens. Teams have hiccups. Yeah, things get they play tight games. Yeah, like this, the ACC. It's college football. We're talking about eighteen to twenty-eight year olds these days, but should be eighteen to twenty-two year olds. So you ride with it. So I see the Canes up late in the fourth. I think it's over with. It's signed, still delivered. And then the play happens where the Canes could have nailed it out and won the game, but they ran the ball. And not only is the run a bad idea, forty-five seconds left in the game. The run's not only a bad idea. Also, the fumble mm-hmm. was inconclusive, and, and right. it on, upon further review from us, right. I know the ACC officials and everybody backed that it was an actual fumble. It didn't look like he actually fumbled the ball. Right. So if you take that into effect, yes, the Canes should have won because even though it was the wrong decision, it wasn't a real fumble from their running back. Okay, so Georgia Tech gets the ball. We're still good. Mm-hmm. You know, It's Georgia Tech. We, we talked about it just yesterday. The Miami Hurricanes have what kind of defensive unit? Maybe top five in the nation? Yeah, it's elite. It's an elite defensive unit um, backed by an All-American in the secondary and an amazing pass rush. No way that Haynes King and the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, who have stunk it up all year, are going to dial up a play that's going to score a touchdown. And on a Hail Mary, not even a Hail Mary, on on, on a shot play, Georgia Tech scores a touchdown. And for all of those things to happen within the confines of a game, and for that to happen also at the crib, at Hard Rock, and for that to leave the Canes still winless at home in the ACC play under Mario Cristobal, it, there's no other word to define that than just utter disbelief. Everything, it's Murphy's Law. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong after Mario Cristobal or whoever you want to put the blame on, Shannon Dawson. Shannon Dawson. Whoever it is. I don't know. After whoever it is made that call to go for it or not kneel the ball, Murphy's Law ruled in 
And somehow the Canes still up losing a football game they should have won. That was, yeah. I'm in utter disbelief. Uh, which moment in this college or NFL season has left you most in disbelief? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. We have a lot of social media saying, yeah, Miami, Georgia Tech. Miami, Georgia Tech. Agreeing with Theo. 888-760-3776. The moment this football season, college or NFL, that has left you most in disbelief. That's Theo Dorsey. He's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. On a Thursday, Lavica, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. All this drama about a quarterback situation with an AFC East team and the New York Jets. Meanwhile, in just a moment, I'll give you the, uh, I'll give you the current quarterback situation for uh, another prominent first-placed AFC East team. Something that warmed my heart yesterday, Uh made me feel good. And then something that's probably going to make all of you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Before that, let me tell you about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Been doing it for 23 years. 23 years. Our little baby has turned in to a whole full-fledged adult, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. This is your path to the sports industry, and it is elite. It is number one in the state of Florida postgraduate sport management degrees, number 10 in the world according to sport business. What does that mean? Well, let me translate it for you. You get your degree with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. It is unlocking the door to the sports industry. There are so many paths to get into. It's not just media. It's not just agent. It's not just marketing there's so many different jobs so many different levels of sports professional college local level amateur you want a job in sports you've always strived for it well heed my advice go through the fau mba sport management program fau.edu slash mba sport fau.edu slash mba sport classes you can take them remotely or on campus in Boca. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Uh, all of this discussion, Theo, about Zach Wilson and the Jets and they're failing the defense, and you've got Mac Jones, who looks like he has full-fledged lost his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, uh, it's, it, who knows who's going to be the starting quarterback now for the Patriots? It might not even be Bailey Zappi. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be Mac Jones, though. Uh, then uh, you, you look at Josh Allen, and he's just got a, a, a permanent scowl on his face. Uh, he can't stop throwing interceptions. Mm. Meanwhile, coming off a bye, guess who's feeling refreshed? Mm. Guess who's feeling like they want to get back to winning ways with the Raiders coming in on Sunday after a much-needed bye week? The quarterback of the, the first place by multiple games, first place Miami Dolphins, and just listen to this. Tua was asked, hey, do you think about being MVP? Do you think about being MVP? And this was Tua Tungavailoa's response. Enters your mind. Brother, I, I just want to help our team win the Super Bowl. I oh. think that that would be, oh. that would be the greatest deal. Um, oh. When everything's said and done, no one can take that away from you. What what 
an absolute pro, man. We all can dream. It's proof right there. <laughs> I mean, that guy is just the consummate professional, the consummate leader, the consummate footballing role model. Tua, has it crossed your mind, BMVP? Brother? Hey, can we hear that one more time? Because it was perfect. Brother? I'm just trying to help lead my team to the Super Bowl. Enters your mind. Brother, I... I just want to help our team win the Super Bowl. My I God. think that that would It's be, enough to make me forget about the fact the that he's put deal. his hair in cornrows. There's nothing that will make me forget about that fact. It's not a good look. I Somebody tweeted and said he looks like Anthony uh, Anthony Adams. Anthony Adams, that's not his Anthony name. Anthony Anderson? Anthony Anderson. What am I doing? And I can't get it out of my head, though. He looks like Anthony Anderson. Like in the face with the like cornrows. Like the actor? Yes. Oh. It's, it's, it's uncanny. Once you hear it, once you see it, you're not going to unsee it. Well, so some, someone said he looked like Drake. Well, that was is being compared to Andy Anderson a bad thing? Yeah, I don't does even play, know. I don't even know the context of that. Does he play a bad character, a mean character? Yeah, like, I don't even know. I actually have to Google guy. him because I have no idea what Anthony Anthony Anderson. Oh, that, he's yeah. heavy set though. So Tua doesn't really look like him. No, his his he looks the braids kind of. Oh, Kangaroo Jack. Yeah. Anthony Anderson. Oh, yeah. okay. He look okay. If you look at him with the break, it looks like Anthony Anderson. Um, can we? Uh, can I? Can I have you guys listen to something that I need? I need your ears on because yeah. I need to translate this because I'm not sure if it's a good idea or inappropriate. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Inappropriate. That's it. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen A. Smith has somehow become uh, the source for for. A, sexual content and sexual advice for sports fans and just the general public over the last couple of months. He makes inappropriate comments. He, uh, he's, he's giving romance advice to people. In a sexy voice. In a sexy voice. Yeah, he's lowering <laughs> his voice into to dulcet tones. It's really weird. Uh, really weird. I, I almost feel like if it's not sports he's thinking about, he's, he's thinking about sex. Yes, yes. Stephen A. Smith... S-A-S, the S stands for sex. Yes. Sex and, and sports. Yeah, yeah. Um, sports and sex. Sports and sex. Sports and sex. No longer Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Sports and sex. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> that was a good workshop. So he does his Stephen A. Smith podcast. Stephen A. Smith's podcast. And someone asked him, someone asked him, what is the best music to listen to during sex? Oh. What is the best music to listen to during sex. And Stephen A. Smith, he brought up R. Kelly. This was his response. I don't want to bring up R. Kelly, but I think it's okay now because he's in jail. I don't... What is the best music to listen to during sex? Let's hear it one more time. Stephen A. Smith and his, um, his passionate advice. I don't want to bring up R. Kelly, but I think it's okay now because he's in jail. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. I, I don't think I have the words. No, Usher. Stephen A. Smith's getting good at this. That's phenomenal. I mean, is it okay to go with R. Kelly? No. Because he's in jail? What is he in jail for, Ken? He, he's he's he in jail, jail for? For, for, for alleged underage rape, and there's allegations of... Like bodily functions on on women. We and, saw the video. Yeah. All right. Like, how can you how can you um, engage in coitus with with a partner? And R. Kelly is playing, and not think about the unspeakable acts that R. Kelly is alleged to have done. Like Stephen A. is a sicko. That's nasty. 
Stephen A. is a sicko. R. Kelly literally, like a lot of his sex songs to allude to some of the crimes he was mm-hmm. he was uh, mm-hmm. charged with. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. And age ain't nothing but a number. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you're going to play some R. Kelly, let it be Backyard Party. Something that's like, you know, uh, a, what's the song about flying around with his wings or something? Uh, you know, let it be something <laughs> not about sex. Because the sex was what got him in trouble. Right, right. I, I'm not... I'm not feeling it, Stephen A. That's weird. That's, like, again, you have so many take. other options. So many other options. And you get this. You get this. Hey, Stephen A. Smith. I can't believe I'm about... Stephen A. Smith. What's the best song to play? What's the best music to play during sex? I don't want to bring up R. Kelly, but I think it's okay now because he's in jail. No. That's literally why it's not okay, though. It's not okay. That's the one reason. Correct. Correct. Is is it okay to listen to R. Kelly during sex? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Because for Theo and I, it's an emphatic no, dog. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.